Hello, hello. Welcome to the motherfucking show. In today's episode, we are going to be speaking about something that you might have gone through, something that you will go through, or maybe not. Or you might just know someone who's gone through it before or is currently going through it and experiencing it as we speak. We are going to be speaking about breakups. Breakups. We're not talking about when you're on the phone and you're trying to talk to someone, your phone's breaking up. We're not talking about that type of breaking up. You'll need to call Telstra for that. We are talking about relationship breakups if you haven't gathered already. I don't know why I had to explain that. (laughs) Sorry, I'm just thinking about it. It's fucking stupid. Anyway, we can all agree that whether it was an amicable breakup or you just hate each other's fucking guts now, everybody that's gone through a breakup can all agree that it is fucking shit and it's a shitty, shitty fucking time. Despite how shitty they are and how sad you feel and heartbroken you feel in the moment, I think it's arguably the best thing that can happen to you because it's sparking change. It puts you in a very uncomfortable position, maybe an experience that you've never gone through before, and it's literally forcing you, the universe or life, whatever you believe in, it's forcing you to face the facts and change what is currently going on in your life. In the moment, when you're going through the breakup, it's very difficult for you to see the positive of the breakup, especially if you're on the receiving end, meaning the other person has broken up with you and it may have come out of the blue and you weren't expecting it. But also the emotions that you're feeling, you're upset, you're angry, you're hurt, all those kind of emotions that you would typically feel when you're going through a breakup. So what are some of the things that we can do and practice to get you to a better state and get you to a positive state even better than you were before in your relationship? Because what you will find, and I think this is across the board for everybody, that after a while, after you have gone through the breakup, you look back on your relationship and it was actually nothing like you imagined it was and now is the time to pour all your energy into yourself because you don't have anybody else to cater to it is a time for self-love and it's about yourself as it fucking should be i'm going to start off by speaking a little bit about my experience and what i kind of went through i'm kind of going through it at the moment surprise motherfucker imagine my boyfriend listens to this and he's like wait what Like, I have only ever gone through one breakup and it was the worst and best thing that has ever happened to me. I think it really made me delve into this whole self-love journey as well. I mean, I've always been a pretty confident person, but I guess after the breakup and what I went through in my past relationship definitely fucked me up, (laughs) to say the fucking least. But it, I needed it. I needed it. It changed the trajectory of my life and my life's purpose. And I found so much more meaning in who I am and life itself. So it was great. So I'm just going to start off by speaking about my personal experience. The last breakup that I went through was probably about two years ago now. Fuck, has it been that long? Two years ago. And like I said, I've only ever gone through one breakup, 
But I also don't think you need to have multiple, multiple breakups to give any type of advice. At the end of the day, this is just knowledge sharing. I'm just sharing my experience and my opinions. You don't have to take it and you don't have to follow it if you don't think it will help you. I'm sure that's with everything, right? So take it as it is. And if anything, it can it might help you in the future if you ever go through a breakup. Anyway, let's get right into it. So yeah, it was about two years ago and it was really, really tough because I basically never wanted to have a boyfriend or didn't want to date because I never wanted to go through a breakup. I was that scared of just the thought of never speaking to someone again after you've built this connection with them for such a long time, speaking to them every single day and then no longer having any ties, connections, any communication with them anymore, scared the fuck out of me. So I didn't start dating. I didn't have my first boyfriend till I was like 22. So when I was going through the breakup, I was properly going through it. And I was kicking myself because what I thought I could prevent ended up happening. But you can't prevent a breakup. That's just what comes with a relationship. It sounds really immature, of me to even think that I could have prevented it. You can't fucking prevent those things. It just happens and you just have to deal with it. One of the first things that I did, I think on like the first day of the breakup or whatever, really early on, was that I deleted everything. I deleted all the photos, all the messages, numbers, blocked everything. I literally erased that person from my life. And I think that is one of the best things that you can do because In that limbo period or in that period, maybe like a month or two or so when you start missing that person, you literally have nothing to go back on to see or to be nostalgic over. You have nothing to do that. So I deleted all the photos, all the messages, anything that had any ties to myself and my ex, deleted, gone, vanished, disappeared. It's not a spiteful act at all. It's just for yourself so that you can make new memories and new experiences in the future that you will document that you have room for, that you're not so focused on the past anymore. You can focus on your future. I know some people might disagree and some people will think, oh, but I just want to keep it for the memories, especially maybe if it was an amicable breakup. But personally, I just feel if you, it's like spring cleaning. If you have an old pair of shoes that, used to fit you and served you a purpose but they're out of style now hun it's been a year or whatever get rid of them you don't need those shoes anymore you can go buy new shoes that are better fitting for you at this present time after a breakup it's very natural for your thoughts and your brain to want to think about all the good times that you and your part ex-partner had and shared together. That's very normal. It almost wants to put it back into a comfortable position and it only focuses on the good times because it's trying to kind of make sense of what has happened and your brain is just trying to protect you and it doesn't want you to be feeling all these negative and really sad emotions. So it's naturally going to want to be thinking and want to switch you to all the positive times. And it almost makes you forget about all the negative times, right? So if you clear out this space of all these kind of memories and whatever, 
it does help lessen the blow in the sense that you don't have much to look back on. There's no visuals there for you to reminisce. And there's a term called rumination where you're just stuck in those feelings and those emotions of the past. You will eliminate rumination, not te- not technically completely eliminate, but it will definitely help with the process and it will help with your progress and how you process everything as well. So initially in that moment, it might seem very difficult and you might not want to do it. And you obviously don't want to get rid of all these memories that you've shared and all these experiences that you've had. The action that I took in the past has helped me a lot. Although there may be some times where I'm like, fuck, I shouldn't have deleted it or like, I want to look back on this, but for what bitch, for what? You know, you don't need it. So I'm really happy that I did delete it and I did kind of remove it all because it personally helped me a lot. At the beginning of my breakup, I delved into all these YouTube videos on how to get through a breakup, how to stop going back to an ex, all these fucking YouTube videos, you find that one bitch just speaks to you and you're just like, dude, you know exactly what I'm going through. And you realize that it's so common. I used to always think, no, 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 my breakup is different. You have no idea how much I love this person. I love this person so much, so much more than you loved your ex or you loved whoever breakup that you went through. You don't understand. But through shared experiences, watching YouTube videos. I reached out to a lot of friends as well who's who have gone through it and who were able to share their experiences with me. And it just made me feel like I wasn't alone and that my situation was no different than anybody else going through a breakup. And that's what I really want to stress as well. I feel like sometimes you may think because of that connection that you had with that person, depending on what kind of relationship it was, You may feel like your relationship is just different. It's different and that no one else understands it. You've built this bond that no one else could possibly fathom. And I felt like that. But in sharing these experiences and listening to other people's stories and watching all these YouTube videos and whatever... I realized that everybody was the fucking same. Everybody was feeling not exactly the same, but going through very similar experiences, feeling very similar emotions. And they were able to give me tips and guidance into what I should be thinking and what what I should do next and how I should go about a situation. That really helped me. So YouTube videos were TED Talks, fucking hell, discovered a new level of appreciation for TED Talks. And not everything that you may hear from a video or the advice that your friend is giving you, not everything will resonate with you. You might not agree with some of the things that they say, and that's completely fine as well, because relationships are so different. Your relationship might not be the same as their relationship, but again, it's just advice. Take what is best for you and implement it. Delete and block their number. Delete it. Go to your contacts now. If you're going through a breakup, I want you to go to your contacts. Find your ex. Yes, he's not your boyfriend anymore. He's your ex. Go to your ex's contact. Delete his number and also block it while you're there. This very simple step is so, so powerful. What it basically means is... I no longer give you permission for you to enter into my life and stay in my life. I want you outside of my circle, get the fuck out. And you're staying there as well. It gives you that sense of power back because 
whether you've been broken up with or not, you have control over who stays within your life and who is prominent within your circle and your life and who you see on a day-to-day basis. By removing that and deleting that number, although it might be very difficult, I completely acknowledge that, right? Like you're, I know when you're going through a breakup, the last thing that you want to do is get rid of all of this and just make that cold cut. But it is so helpful for you. And I know people are going to be thinking, oh, but what if I need it in the future? Or like, oh, what if, but what, but for what? For what? You don't need it. Get rid of it. Get rid of that person. Let that person exit your life. You are making them exit your life, whether they like it or not, whether they have also made that decision on you. That's great. But for you, let them exit your life and never to return. This leads me to the next tool or practice, whatever you want to fucking call it, called the no contact rule. Very simple. It's literally in the name of the rule. Don't contact them and don't let them contact you for at least 30 days. What I did was I wrote in my planner, day one, day two, day three, day four, up until 30 days. And I checked every day off. Every day that I didn't speak to this person, I would check it off. And before I knew it, I was like two weeks in and I really surprised myself. I was like, what the fuck? I haven't spoken to this person in two weeks. That's really, really good. And it made me want to not contact them even more because I didn't want to start all over again. Because once you do, you have to start all over again. I think that's a rule. I might've just made, I don't know. I don't know the actual rules of the rule, but that's what I did. And that really worked for me because I work really well off checking shit off and I get things done by writing a checklist and checking it off. And I think it's very vital at the beginning of the breakup for you to give yourself this quiet space of no interference by the person that has just hurt you because the person who has hurt you cannot heal you. I also wanna quickly say if there has been contact either during the no contact rule or when you're if you're doing it or even after if you have either reached out or they have reached out to you and there has been communication or you've met up or whatever, don't beat yourself up over it. Don't feel so bad. Um, at the end of the day, it's you can't just completely, it's very difficult, sorry. It's not like you can't, it's just difficult to completely cut off emotions and feelings for someone if they are still there on both parties or even on one party. So yeah, don't, don't kick yourself over it, it's okay getting over someone or going through a breakup, it's not a linear process. There's no one way to go about it as long as the end goal or the overall goal is to move on. I've been there, okay? Admittedly, I have definitely been there. So don't feel too bad about it because I used to feel really shitty about it. But if I look at it as a whole, it doesn't even matter. Let yourself feel your emotions. Let yourself cry. Let yourself feel upset sit in the uncomfortability of this sadness, especially if it's a first breakup. I had never gone through anything like this before. So I was so uncomfortable. I remember, I think the first day or the second day of my breakup, I used, I woke up, I slept with my mom that night. Fuck. You know, like slept in the same room as, okay, I don't know. I'm, why do I have to explain myself? I feel like, I don't know. I just feel like there's some really dirty people out there. But anyway, I slept, yeah, (laughs) I was in the comfort of my mum. How about that? (laughs) Good save. I remember waking up and thinking the whole breakup was just a dream. And when it hit me that it was actually reality, 
I was even more upset and I just kept crying and I was just really upset for the first like two weeks or so. But I think that is so needed. I needed to sit in those feelings and I needed to feel those feelings for me to eventually appreciate what happiness feels like. If I have never experienced sadness and what I thought was true sadness at the time, then I would not really know what true happiness would feel like. Just like you'll never feel happy all the time, you'll never feel sad all the time. Emotions and feelings, they pass. Eventually, I would wake up and if I was feeling super anxious or just waking up and feeling really, really lost and feeling very empty and sad, I would literally sit there, close my eyes, lay there, close my eyes and tell myself, feel these feelings, let them pass, they're just feelings. And eventually it got a lot easier to deal with. And the feelings and the feelings of sadness and the feelings of emotions, they're just like waves. It comes in waves, like it will come and then it will go and it will come and it will go. So just know that everything that you're feeling, especially if it's sadness and not necessarily sad, sadly that it's happiness as well, but it's just a part of life. Like emotions will come and they will go. I also think if you don't deal with the emotions of sadness now or as soon as you can and when you are feeling it and you're just trying to run away from it and brush it off and replace it with whatever, it will eventually appear at a later stage of your life and you will have to face it. You will have to face it sooner or later you may as well deal with it when you can and when they do appear. Just accept it, feel it and understand and realize it will move on. As everyone knows, everything gets better with time. Time really does heal everything. I also don't think you need to put like a set time in how quickly you need to get over someone. I used to think when I was going through it, I was like, when the fuck will this feeling be over? When when does this all get better? When does it get better or whatever? But I was putting the work, I was making sure that I wasn't contacting them and I was really focusing on myself and what I wanted for me, developing me as a person. And it was a lot quicker than I thought. I really thought that I would be caught up forever. Like at that stage, I was like, I have no idea how the fuck I'm going to get over this. But to quantify it, if we're talking specifics, I want to say like one to two months, which was shocking to me because I really didn't think I would ever, ever get over it. And it was a lot easier to live and to go day by day after about two months or so. But that's not going to be the same for everyone. What I do think will speed up the process is how much work you are putting into it and how much work you are trying to kind of actively get over this person by putting the focus on yourself and by changing what you can as a person and, you know, really delving into that self-love. What can you do to make yourself feel better? Because it's a really exciting time. Like, although, we, yes, we've established the fact that breakups are really shit, it's also really great and it's really exciting it's a you're basically evolving into the next chapter of your life so if you're going through it if anything congratulations congratulations it's now time to focus on you to build yourself into a better person for your next partner depending on what your friendship or your family situation is like 
personally for me, I had a great support system. I have, have, (laughs) had, I have really good friends and really great family that were really supportive and were there for me the whole step of the way. Um, whenever I was feeling upset or I needed to kind of talk about it or anything, they were always there for me. And you do, you kind of feel like you always want to be talking about like the fucking same shit. And you, you know yourself, like you, you feel like you're a fucking idiot for repeating the same things. Oh, but I'm feeling like this and I'm feeling like this. And like one day you're feeling really good. And the next day you're feeling really shitty. But if you have a great network and if you have really good friends and family who will be there and know that it is okay for you to just speak about it, even though you've fucking said this thing a hundred fucking times, it makes you feel a lot better. I felt really, I felt just so loved and it made me appreciate my friends and family even more because I was going through such a rough time, but I knew if anything I had my friends and family and that's really all I needed. So if you haven't yet reached out to friends or family, I would urge you to do so. Spend time with them, reconnect with them. I'm sure after a relationship, the dynamic may be a bit different, but it's nothing that you can't rebuild again, I don't think, personally. Obviously, very contextual. Friendships are very different. My friendships might be very different to your friendships. But I would urge you to do that. And if you don't feel like you have friends or family, I think even online, like you can find a lot of people who are going through very similar things. This sounds really lame, but I found that this is pretty common. But if you go to watch a YouTube video and you read the comments and a lot of people are kind of sharing their experiences and going through very similar things. So maybe even engage in that. I don't know if that's too a bit too not necessarily rogue, but a bit too lame. But if it comes to it and you're needing that support, why not try to find that support and find someone who is understanding of your situation because they are also going through something similar. And worst case scenario, you can always shoot me a message and I will try to comfort you in any way that I can. This is now an opportunity for you to discover yourself, discover what you like as an individual, I think it's very easy when you get into a relationship to merge as one and your likes become their likes and their likes become your likes. What about what you like? What the fuck do you like to do? I think I read a lot. I started getting into reading and I started reading a lot of kind of like all these like self-development shit and fuck, I just read heaps um, because on the train rides when I just be alone with my thoughts on the train ride to work, I mean, I would, I needed to basically distract myself. I actually think I started getting into Sudoku again. That is so random. It just popped up to me. I, yeah, like to pass the time and to not let myself think about those things and basically be stuck in those memories and ruminate, I would read a lot of books. So I started reading on my train rides and fucking playing Sudoku. I think another tip that is commonly discussed is having a list of all the bad things about that person. And whenever you have a moment of, it's not weak because it's very natural to want to, again, think about the good things about your relationship. So it's not really a moment of weakness, but a moment or moments where you are 
your thoughts are around the positives of your relationship, look back at the negatives of the relationship and remind yourself that it ended for a reason. You are broken up for a reason and it's for a greater purpose that you might not be able to see now, but you will be able to see. Of course, in the moment, it's very difficult to, you can't see the fucking future, but it is for a greater good and it is for the benefit of you. Although you may not be able to see it in the moment, you will be able to see it. And you have to trust that you will be able to see the good out of this situation. I think I was able to cover the main tactics of getting through a breakup. Sounds like I had a fucking game plan. I fucking didn't. I had no idea what I was doing. I learned a lot on the way as well. But I hope it was able to help any of you or some of you or... Yeah, just present some ideas that you may be able to use in the future as well. Maybe I will be able to use this in the future. I sound like such a bitch to my boyfriend. I am. (laughs) I'm just a dickhead. Okay, let's now quickly cover Jen's gems of the episode. The first gem is to cut the motherfucking ties. Delete the number, block them off Instagram, delete them off Facebook, do the no contact rule, just give yourself the first month to maybe even do that. And then potentially on whatever circumstance or whatever basis you can regroup again after the first month. But I just think the initial stages of that breakup, you need to cut the ties, even try. I think this is, this has just popped up into my head. There's also like a soul cutting tie thing where I think when you have a relationship with someone, this is, I guess, more in like a spiritual sense, but when you are in a relationship with someone, people believe that you have like a spiritual connection and like a tie to them. So there's literally like meditation to try to cut the ties. And I have tried that. I don't know if it worked or not or whatever, if it was just like, airy fairy but you can even try that just cut the fucking tie okay the next gem is to be kind to yourself to not deny the emotions that you're feeling the emotions of sadness and feeling upset feeling angry let yourself feel those emotions and just know that it will pass but i just don't want you to like shower and bathe in it and stay there of course you need to eventually get yourself up and live your life and don't feel guilty for feeling sad or don't feel angry at yourself for feeling sad like I said with me I was upset at myself for putting myself in that position but it's okay if you are feeling sad about your relationship ending that just means that you were true to your feelings when you were in the relationship and it showed you that you are able to love someone else and that's a beautiful thing some people aren't able to do that so your emotions and your feelings were true and you love deeply and you love this person with all that you did and that's a great thing you were able to establish a a relationship with someone and now that it's ended it's fine like don't feel like a dickhead for feeling sad because I feel like I feel like what's more shitty is if you weren't feeling sad if you didn't feel sad that just means that your feelings weren't really true but does that make you feel alpha Like, does it make you feel better that you weren't that committed to someone emotionally and you were in a relationship with them? No, it makes you look like a fucking idiot. And it just shows that you can't even love someone properly. 
Do you know what I mean? Do you see what I'm saying here? To me, it doesn't look good that you were able to get over someone really quickly or whatever. It doesn't fucking really matter. It doesn't really mean anything. I think this point is kind of tailored towards those who have like a really big sense of pride, like me. Like I was thinking, fuck, like it's taking me ages or whatever to get over someone or whatever. Like I must be such a dickhead. Like, you know, I just look so bad. But does it fucking matter? It bloody doesn't. It really doesn't. The next gem is to establish more connections or re-establish connections that you may have lost during your relationship. So rekindle those friendships again, connect with those friends again, and make memories with new people. There are so many connections and friendships and relationships out there that you may have neglected because you were very heavily focused on this one. And now that it's ended, you need to put the time into other friendships and make new memories with them and have different experiences with them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Channeling very Bretman Rock. Yeah. Fuck, I love Bretman Rock. Anyway, the final gem, and I don't even think I really spoke about this, but I think when you are going through a breakup, it's very difficult to see the positives of the future in the sense that who will I meet that is the right person for me? Or who will I meet that is better than my ex-partner? You don't even have to think of it as someone who is better, but who is better for you or who is fitting for you. And I think that's also a lot of reasons why people stay in relationships for a lot longer than they should, myself included. So yeah, I was like that. I was like, who am I going to, like, I don't even know if I'll ever find anybody who I have a better connection with than my ex-boyfriend. But you have no fucking idea when that person stumbles into your life or when you do eventually meet that person, it makes sense. Uh Uh-huh. That's why it never worked out in the past. And you don't really have to question it anymore. And it makes a lot of sense when you do eventually meet that person. And not even off the bat. I feel like I'm slowly even still discovering and learning a lot about my relationship that makes a lot more sense to me as to why I'm in the relationship that I'm in now. Not saying that I am tied to my current boyfriend forever. I mean, I hope so. But I also, I think going through breakups, I now know if I ever go through one again, I will be okay. And I don't think I tie so much um, weight to making a relationship work so much when it isn't going, like when you just know or when the forces and the universe are pulling you apart, there's no point trying to force it together and trying to make something work. I'm fucking going on a tangent. What am I saying? What I'm trying to say is don't be afraid that you're not going to meet or find someone quote unquote better than your ex-partner. It will happen and it will happen organically. And when it does, it will all make sense. I hope you can't hear the chair creaking because it keeps on fucking creaking. Everything is going to be okay, especially if you're going through a breakup or if you've gone through a breakup or you're feeling confused in your relationship or whatever the fuck, it's going to be okay. The chair keeps fucking creaking. I'm about to throw this out of the fucking window. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode. Bye for now, but never forever.